Oh, jeez. What's the point of running anymore? Open the door. This nightmare can be over right here, right now. Steven Seagal will get you in his 2009 horror film debut, Against the Dark. Come closer, I'll tell you a secret. This is Seriously Seagal. I'm scared right now. Piss myself a little. <laughs> did you did you pee yourself a little? Yeah, maybe just a little. But I got a blanket, so I'm okay. <laughs> to mop it up, a nice Lowe's blanket. Well, that thing is water resistant or oh. urine resistant. Dude, this thing is everything resistant. Uh, this has survived. What God what, knows. Can what. it resist zombie vampires? <laughs> well, I don't know. We're gonna have to find out. <laughs> We're one gonna day. have to find we out. Steven Seagal, get us in a movie with some zombie vampires. Um, welcome to Seriously Seagal. Episode 15, we are talking about 2009's Against the Dark. Again, as our as that zombie vampire said in the intro, this is Steven Seagal's horror movie debut, the only horror movie he's done to date. Hmm. And it was it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite thoroughly. It, I am I, I, I'm a connoisseur of bad bad horror movies specifically. Um, grew up watching a lot of the, you know, eighties, Friday the thirteenth and mm-hmm. Nightmares on Elm Streets and Halloweens and, and oh, whatnots. Yeah. So I thoroughly enjoyed this. Who was your favorite? Of it was all horror, those and it horror. was bad. Who was your favorite horror uh, icon? Oof, I don't know. That's a tough question. Do you put no, Against that, the Dark up with Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on <laughs> the Street? No, I don't think it's quite as classic as those. Oh boy, it was a real fun one though. Let's go around the horn and introduce ourselves. This is P Bear, of course, drummer for the Van Buren's, getting really excited to see Steven Seagal chop lots of heads off today. And uh, slice children uh, through the <laughs> spine <laughs> with a scimitar, with a samurai sword. Uh, over next to me, looking refreshed, re-energized, renewed in his toga-style blue Lowe's blanket. This is the brown man. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have an accent. This is the flavor um, with you guys, as always, fighting zombie vampires if need be. <laughs> and across the helm from me, we have... We got Mr. Smitty Man the ship over here. Mr. Smitty, fan of classic horror movies. Mm, yes. And this certainly was, this was a bad horror movie. It was. It was um, right up my alley. Yeah, but mm-hmm. we had a really good time. There was, a, there was some good action. I thought that the title Against the Dark was very appropriate for this movie because it was filmed it was. in a very, very dark yeah. hospital setting the entire time. It's one big set piece in this hospital. Just like, is Dawn of the Dead the one in the hospital? Or that's in the shopping mall, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. in the shopping mall. Um, it's just one big set piece the entire time. We're going through different right. levels of this hospital like we're in a video game. Yeah. At one point, they even say, like, we need to power up before we yeah. go to the next <laughs> level. And then they eat a bunch of snacks. I wasn't sure if it was dark because like, that's just how they filmed it or if it was like the USB to our TV that was uh, making that, it a little that, darker, I think, too. That, did make it a little bit darker, darker but it right. was dark it in was dark. It was hard okay. to tell what was going on at all. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm going to go into this right away. That's the first thing I noticed about this movie is that it's it's very similar to other horror movies that all hospitals have this green light. Mm-hmm. It's like pale green light. Very and like spooky. A shit ton of mold. And like, I understand this is like zombie world and stuff, but like, what hospital is lighted that way? I like, like to think that this was a hospital that was also... I've a- worked in several hospitals. None of them have a pale green light and none of their hallways look like that. It's just an absurd... Like, it's been, it's been, And a lot of horror genres do this. And I'm just wondering why somebody doesn't like be like, hey, you know what? I... I I'm just going to make a normal hospital, and it's run down by now, but it's not. They kept cutting back to an establishing shot of this hospital, and there was a de- demonic red symbol as the, their logo the on the ho- top of the hospital, still lit, apparently, in the, the zombie <laughs> yeah, vampire was, apocalypse. It? That's it. Who's lighting the hospital? I, d- I don't Who's lighting know. this place? They have the, the emergency few- gender... I, I- I don't know how that. I had so many questions about the beginning. Can we just get to like the beginning of this movie because they they hit you with the exposition real quick, with the very somber um, uh, lady voiceover explaining that you know the zombie apocalypse apocalypse has hit. Exactly. (laughs) Some of us tried to get away. Exactly what it was. Turned into hunters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's basically they we we learn that there are hunters. There's like survivors and like vigilantes, and then there's like the the military, basically. How did this all start? Was um, it it was a virus they, of some sort? Yeah, they they don't they really go into. Oh, they keep saying there's no cure. They keep saying there's no cure. We're all screwed. Pretty much, zombie vampires are taking over the world. Are they zombies or are okay. they vampires? Okay. You guys, holy They're shit! They're both. We're gonna open it up now. They're both. I, Smitty, g- give me your expert opinion. Well, on this, I feel please, like because I was that unsure. Was a, that was a big theme throughout the movie. It was. Um, 
people like some of them were referring to them as like mutants. Other people were calling them like vampires. Other people were like, no, they're just infected. It's just I, a disease. I have a very strong argument as to what they are, but you. Yeah, so I think that was first. a big theme. It was like all these people that all the survivors that we're following throughout this film all kind of they're not really sure what it is. Was the were the characters unsure or was the movie unsure? That's I what think I probably I was a bit of both. I yeah. think both. I the feel very sure. <laughs> but sometimes they these these enemies, these antagonist zombie vampires act like re- real life people. They you don't have to cut their heads off necessarily to kill them. No right, silver right, bullets. Right. No 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 uh, stakes through the no heart. No stakes through the heart. It's not your classic. Um, uh, you can just shoot them. Stuff. Sometimes they hide and wait on people so they they aren't just mindless zombies seeking brains as we right. all know right. zombies can do. Walking and Dead stuff. Also, like there's no like it doesn't have to be a gunshot to the head like a classic right. zombie trope. They're you know, sophisticated. So. You know, I uh, what, Flavor, what's your yeah, opinion? I hear Let's this. go to flavors of the world. Ooh, we'll talk, I got to okay, yes. to properly understand my breakdown of what they are. Let's get into this world. We got to get into the world of against the dark. Come to my world. Flavors of the world. Flavors of the world. <coughs> sorry, I went a little Indian on you guys right there. Mm. Oh, sorry. Um, Throw some curry on that. Let's try Let's try that one one more time. Okay. Interesting. Ooh. Oh, the right song. <laughs> yes, the right, the right entrance. Wait, what was the other entrance? Flay's face. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> well, this is not Flay's face. No, it's no, flavors not. of the okay, world. Okay, so flavors of the world. Um, <laughs> what do you got, Flav? So, there's a lot of different type of. So, I'm gonna talk about first. All right, I'm gonna break this into two parts and make sure I cover both in case I forget and start rambling on one. First, I want to touch on what they are. And second, I want to talk about their level of like intelligence and stuff okay. in in the world of. So I'm I'm gonna consider the world of zombies and vampires to con- uh, include Walking Dead, of course. Um, and Which this came out before the Walking Dead TV series, sure. After the comic book, I'll count that. I'm gonna count um, the vampire. Any any vampire movie counts in this as well. The like, Underworld could, series of films. That's Twilight. fine. Twilight. Uh, Underworld. Twilight also addresses vampires. Fine. Dracula Dead and Loving It. Um, I was gonna say more like uh, what is the one where they're stuck in the the outhouse uh, with George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Oh, from Dust Till Dawn. Yes, exactly. Classic. From Dust Till Dawn. I'm including problems. these kinds of universes. In, um, World War Z with Brad Pitt. Is oh, of course. Okay. So let's talk about their intelligence. For- you, what I want to touch on what P Bear said is that they're very intelligent zombies. So you see, first of all, my favorite um, zombie vampire, which is this girl who is sharpening her fangs oh, with God. a blade, or you think she's actually sharpening the blade with her fangs, <laughs> and then you see this that guy. Was brutal. That, that was brutal. That was the worst. We were that was the worst. In the room. Yeah. Yeah. She became my favorite. She was my favorite. And you see this guy just hanging upside down, and she could literally kill him and drink his blood, but she chooses to just slice his neck and pour the blood into a little cup. And then sip it so delicately. Very civilized. And then uh, later you see vampires. zombies, like like you said, zombie vampires. Sorry, they're not zombies. No, I'll later. She has OCD. Um, she doesn't like spills. Yeah. And she's in front of the sink. And then later you see people hiding out. You see them communicating and saying stuff to people, talking to them, right? Right. Which freaked so, me out. It was very odd. Yeah. So this is a very sophisticated zombie. This is its own kind of thing. Because the Walking Dead zombies, the World War Z zombies, they do not... They don't they're have that just ability. Like a disease However, that takes over humanity. Right. So they're not zombies because they can't do that. However, vampires yeah. can communicate. Mm-hmm. Now, to the second part of this, which is why I think they have this ability, and they're both zombies and vampires. The vampire part of them is that they're bloodthirsty, they're attacking you, yep. which also fits into the zombies. I think they're zombies because <laughs> when you kill one of them, they come back to life, right? And a normal person, when they die, Gets they come back to life versus like a zombie when you get just scratched you turn right, right. Ver- here you have to die but you don't have to get bit in the neck like a vampire and they don't have to suck right. your blood and like yeah. dawn to, and from dust till dawn all the vampire movies you have to willingly be like somebody has to suck your blood and that person becomes like your master and then you right. and then you turn but it's almost they like didn't really have to do that here. they are vampires with zombie rules. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In that you can be scratched by one of them or something like that, and you become yeah. a vampire, and you'll rise up from the dead. But kind of? If you die, not just if you get scratched, though, because we saw that guy get scratched and not turn. But then that... that um, but that girl at the end, at she the got end, bit by the little boy, and she turns into Bella from turns, Twilight. like, immediately. 
that's zombie-ish, though, to have a scratch make you turn. Because that's what, what happens to The Walking Dead, right? If you get scratched, you and, turn. But they're also saying well, stuff like, um, we're high, this is a higher evolution of people. Right. We are the ones I think if you combine you both monsters, things, humans. Right. Yeah. I think if you combine the fact that they can speak and they have intelligence with the fact that they can't go out in the uh, sun, that's vampire. And then you do sure. the scratching and coming back from dead, that's the zombie part of them. So they're both really. But you, well, don't, you don't have to die. That's the thing. Right. The girl, the girl just got bit, and then she like, turned immediately. Yeah, the little it boy wasn't vampire like she died or anything. I guess the zombie part would be the hunger for flesh. Then just yeah, like there eating is also whatever. some like Z- uh, vampires uh, don't just like yeah, and vampires don't just like rip your limbs apart and start eating your guts and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like vampires just suck your blood. They don't. They're not into that. Yeah, they're kind not of stuff. as classy as vampires, but they're not quite as. That's what I'm saying. There's elements of both. There's zombie vampire vampire hybrid. There's yeah, a new breed. I, I, it's a new breed. That's what I'm saying. It's a very. It's a very new breed. But uh, it's a different kind of... And you see the dichotomy because like, if you watch World War Z, those zombies are extremely different than the Walking Dead zombies. Yes. Oh, they're fast. Like, and oh, my are. God, dude. Those zombies, if you haven't seen like World War Z stars. listeners, go on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but definitely check out World War Z. It is an amazing movie, and it will scare the shit out of you if you've been watching The Walking Dead and you think that those are the kind of zombies that are around. They up the game, but that's why I'm saying that this is a mix for sure. I think I like these zombies more than um, Walking Dead zombies too. And this whole thing felt like a walking. If we walked until Walking Dead in the middle of a season and we didn't know any of the characters and we didn't necessarily know why we should care about any of them, yeah, that's how I felt this pretty much very this heavily, entire movie. Like tied into the Walking, like very it looks very similar. Extremely like the scene where Rick is first in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, comes out. I mean, it's very the whole movie is like that scene of the hospital. I would like to say dead. that though. Yeah, it's like the first episode. Yeah. I'd like to say that The Walking Dead took some inspiration from this movie. Yeah, just like you know? Vince Gilligan and Breaking Bad have yeah. clearly ripped off Seagal throughout his entire career. Like no, it, no, well, they, they didn't take inspiration because this Walking Dead came before this. Did. But I think Frank Darabont, Frank Darabont this, definitely watched this before TV he did show, the... Uh, right? Yeah, the comics have all that stuff in it, basically, all the oh, stuff. Okay. Like the but the look, the it's still like... I think like The Walking Dead could have seen this movie and been like... Yeah, definitely. Let's make this, but a TV show. Great idea. We need to watch the Seagal film. For ideas. Okay, so at the beginning, we we basically find all this out through VO exposition that everything is screwed, and um, we we also discover that this movie is produced by Ben Dang, one of our favorite guys. Oh, shout out to Bing Dang. Shout out ben to Bing Dang, and by Steven Seagal as well. Steven Seagal barely appears in this film. It's it's really funny because in the beginning we're introduced to this group of survivors. Yeah, and there's actually two different groups that stumble into each other and they're in the hospital. Right. right? It was and very confusing, this, this beginning. Yes, very, very confusing. But basically, those are our main characters. Yes, not And Seagal. then every once in a while, for literally probably about 10 seconds, they cut over to Seagal and the Hunters, and multiple times, I think they used the same actual audio for this, but <laughs> yes. Seagal's favorite, he's just like, we got to clean this place out, make sure it's a clean sweep. <laughs> yep. They're just going around killing vampires. It's, it's just Seagal in the dark in a huge black long trench coat. He's a hunter. Mm. He's one of the ones who, who who can take care of these vampires. Oh yeah. Uh, apparently he works for the government in some very loose capacity. <laughs> or course. did before, certainly. I've always He's got a dark and mysterious past. I'm always there. interested in yeah, into what Seagal is like, where did he live before this? What did he do before this? Was he a school teacher? <laughs> was he a doctor? What was he? But now he's in his black leather trench coat with his uh samurai sword. He's hunting mm-hmm. down vampires. But they ju- yeah, they just keep cutting to him. For there are scenes of him that are fifteen seconds long, yes. and he just says, "Yeah, exactly what you said. We get to cl- we get to clear the premises." Um, There's but- also random clips throughout the whole movie of just like shots of like intestines and a vampire face, and it's like that yeah. doesn't make it more scary. Like <laughs> yes. it's just really. Like unnecessary. Like, I like, thought that was so. I'm like, so why gross. is it like they're in the middle of the hospital, and then all of a sudden there's like a bright like Here's zombie I, eating intestines, and then they're back to what they're doing. What like, they what, why they were they doing, doing that this? to signify that now there were zombie vampires in the room, basically, yeah. because all the zam- zombie ba- vampires just look like dudes in street clothes with a little bit of makeup on. Right? <laughs> they just look like regular people for I the know. most part. So I think that's why that's they, the vampire why they did that. and the man, because vampires can hide themselves pretty well. And they didn't really. Yeah, people. they they would hide, wait and hide and stuff. Well, so, yeah, Seagal appears sporadically through this film, and another one of our favorite. Favorites appears sporadically throughout this film. Oh. I want to bring it to our uh, another oh. segment called the Keith David non Memorial MVP. Yes. The Keith David non MVP. Oh, yeah. Oh, brother. Uh, this is, of course, the segment uh, where we honor Seagal's supporting cast, which I thought in this one held him up all right. Um, yeah. And there is actually quite a number of them, too. But, of course... This award for me today can only go to one man, 
Who do you think that is? Flav? It's me. <laughs> who's who's me? <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to interrupt. Dude, get... Oh, man. He, he ruined it. He ruined it. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> It's it's got to be Keith B. David. It's Keith B. Himself. David. Hit that music again, please, because just. Can I talk now? Am I allowed oh, to talk yeah. now? Sure, Keith. What do you got? The B stands for bombs, <laughs> which I dropped on that damn building. <laughs> Keith David did an admirable job. Ad- admirable job. Was he an admiral? Maybe. Lieutenant, actually. He was lieutenant he was. in this movie as the... Know your ranks, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Keith. He's the ticking clock situation, which was very similar to um, A Good Man, uh, episode 13, two episodes ago, mm. yep. um, before our last episode, um, where he, uh, Keith David is cutting, they're cutting back to scenes of Keith David in his camp at an army base, mm-hmm. military base yep. of some sort, saying... We've got to clear out Sector 7, which is where all our protagonists are, which is where Seagal is. Seagal's going in to save you know, our Scooby-Doo crew um, from vampires and clear out the vampires from Sector 7. Keith David is saying, it's too dangerous. Sector 7 is too dangerous. We have to cleanse it. What was the word he kept using? Uh, ster- uh, sterilize, right? Uh, yeah, 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 he kept yeah. saying, we have to sterilize it. Uh, to this to this other little guy who kept saying, "No, we can't do it. I know yeah. there are survivors." <laughs> Ethan Hawke. Yeah, our Ethan. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke guy. <laughs> uh, he was like kind of like Hawk. the chain smoking Gary Cole from episode yes, one. Yes, yeah, Under Siege. Very similar to that guy. Um, sure. But Keith David has to say the same thing in about six different scenes. Say the exact same thing. Yeah. I've made this decision. We're going to do it at dawn. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> We're cutting back to that scene, like uh, them in that tent sporadically, and it's just the same exact Listen, thing. Listen, I told him to let me fly in there with a chopper, but the goddamn budget. <laughs> I think you mean a Skippy. Skippy, <laughs> peanut butter, whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> he does come, out, come in on the Skippy. Yeah. <laughs> I was dressed up and ready for action. I like to think that Keith David was there for one day, but he requested craft services the night before and for breakfast <laughs> for breakfast the next day. Kind of make it last. He just know? hangs out with Seagal that night and then uh, they had you know, potato salad. <laughs> films the scenes, put Skippy peanut butter on that. <laughs> I'll take it in my Skippy, um, and then he's out of there. But good on you, Keith David. What a class, classy dude. He was dude. great. He Indeed. was great. He doesn't encounter any vampires. I was no. hoping we would see a Keith David vampire death scene, but bring it on. Tis a consummation devoutly to be wished. Uh, Flav, who was your Non-Seagal MVP in honor of Keith Gates. My non-Seagal MVP was the dude that kept stealing everybody's weed (laughs) (laughs) from everywhere. Ricky, the stoner guy? Yeah, I love that guy, man. He was Uh, just keeping it real the whole time. I thought he was going to die every scene. Yeah, 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 basically they're setting it up like that. Dude, he wouldn't have made my MVP had he not made it for so long in that movie. He lasted for a while in that movie. He fell asleep in a stairwell and still made it out alive. I was like, (laughs) That was a pretty... uh, Pretty risky move there. At the climax of this movie, two major characters decide to take a nap. Yeah, yeah, like randomly. (laughs) I bet you. I'm gonna lie down here. I bet you a zombie vampire like looked at him and was just like, "Man, it's not even worth it." (laughs) (laughs) We do not want him as part of this clan. Like too easy. He's like, "We're part of an intelligent clan. This fucking idiot is sleeping (laughs) in a stairwell." It's like, nope. I don't want any yeah. part of that. Yeah, the first but, time you okay. see Ricky, uh, he is smoking a joint and saying that you'd be surprised what you can get from raiding people's medical cabinets. Yep. And, and then, then later you see him raid the pharmacy and pull out some sort of like painkillers and take yeah, them. Yeah, he's he's, he's having painkillers. Yeah, and oh, then yeah, he, he trips, trips on he trips on painkillers. Just like he's so fucked up. He's having a blast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. How long here? Uh, how, how long has the apocalypse apocalypse been, been going? going? On? Uh, that's what I was trying to get a sense a of. I don't really know. It's everybody's so surprised by the zombie vampires every time they see them. They are. They are. I would feel like they would be more on guard constantly. And they keep saying things like. I need to go wash my hands. Let's go over yeah. here. Or like, check down <laughs> or that hallway. Let's split up. You go yeah. that the way. The best part was that. so many times. The movie so, horror. I don't know if we ever joke. said this as part of the breakdown, but what's happening is we have one gang of people inside a hospital looking for pharmaceutical drugs yep. for this girl who has pneumonia, and then they're trying to get to the bottom floor and get out. And then Seagal's team of hunters is coming into this hospital at the same time to clear it out just because they've been given orders to do so. Right. Meanwhile, Keith B. David is trying to bomb the whole... <laughs> It's not my fault. I know, Keith. I know. Um, I, I have a theory but he's that trying to bomb the, the whole place. That the gang of people that we see inside the hospital is based on the Scooby Doo gang, dude. The <laughs> way they a, exited stage left. They do. They do like a. Uh, they do like there a, is this great scene where they a Huckleberry Hound exit at one point. They're looking down this hallway. Slowly back up. Yeah. <laughs> they're looking down this hallway and they, and they see. This guy like being like dragging himself and being like help me help, and then his body just gets like dragged back. 
And then they don't say anything. And then they very slowly, <laughs> instead of running away like normal people, they just very slowly exit like towards their, all of them just move to the left and like slowly down another <laughs> hallway. And then we just cut out of that scene. It was great. It was also like the last uh, episode of Seinfeld where they filmed that fat guy getting mugged and do nothing about it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> They're always like, all right, we're out of here right now. No, but seriously. So your guy, Ricky, mm-hmm. that guy's clearly Shaggy, right? From Scooby-Doo. Oh, yes, my God. Yeah. Of course. Um, the guy, Dylan, who looks like uh, Carson Daly, right. he's a little cowardly. He's Scooby. Okay. We have the plucky okay. young tomboy. That's Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah. her name? Charlie. Charlotte. Yeah. Charlie. Charlie for short. Um, that guy Morgan. Mm-hmm. Morgan. That's Fred. Fred. He's okay. kind of like the yep. fearless leader. Yeah. Um, the girl Amelia, who's kind of a downer, is Velma, Velma for sure. And yeah. then there's the hot chick, who's right, Daphne. Daphne. That's pretty and good. That's, nice it, it, job, Peter. That is a scoop. It's Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so what would that make Seagal? <laughs> Uh, old man Withers. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh God, I would love a Scooby Doo with where they're like Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Just all these whispered lines. Oh, yeah. Gone away with it too. Lesson for you kids. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Smitty, who was your non-Seagal MVP? I would have to say my non-Seagal MVP would be Taggart, aka Hobbs. Because he was getting oh, shit done. Shit. He was basically the muscle of this movie, just fucking people up left Seagal's and right. right-hand man. Yes. He did all the grunt work. He had a sweet, like, double blade, like, curved yeah, he, blade, he had hand cool, blade kind of thing. Yeah, he had Smitty, really why cool were we weapons. calling him Hobbs the whole time? Um, just because he reminded us of Hob, uh, the Rock's character, Hobbs, from the uh, Fast franchise. Can I tell you something I just discovered? What? This guy is the Rock's cousin and body double. Dude. Is he really? Yes. What? <laughs> oh, my God. That's yes. amazing. <laughs> that was... Uh, that's yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. That's awesome. yeah. oh. That's big shout too out perfect. To yeah. Big shout oh out to Hobbs. God. He was awesome. He was like... There's a lot of movies in more recent Seagal where there's a younger guy taking care of a lot of the cooler action. Yeah. He deals and, with uh, a lot of the... Uh, Hobbs really took arts. care of shit here. Um, yeah. All right, you know what? Ho- you know what Hobbs gave it. Let's let's go to snapping with Smitty. Oh yeah, good call. All right, call. Hobbs yeah. saved us in this snapping. Snapping <laughs> with Mr. Smitty. Snapping. Yeah. Snapping with Smitty. Snapping with Smitty. All right. Snapping with Smitty. Here we are once again. Snapping with me. music. <laughs> <laughs> Let it play, let it play, let it play. Oh, man. All right, what do you got for us? Was that good, Raj? Dude, I fucking love you so much for letting (laughs) me have that right now. That's great. I knew knew you'd be happy. Okay. All right, let's get into it. Today was um, a little bit disappointing in the snaps department, unfortunately. As you know. Boo. Yes, boos, boo, boo. I'm just making spooky sounds. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Whoa, that's scary. I am happy with the number of snaps we got. <laughs> as you know, our over under is four and a half, as always. Yeah. We had one snap today. Yeah. One snap. Oof. And it wasn't even Seagal. I had to count it, and it wasn't even a Seagal snap. <laughs> and guess like who hates it was? Doing that. It was Taggart. Ah, or Hobbs. 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 It did a nice neck snap to uh, oh, our I zombie, hope the rock is listening zombie vamp to this. or zamp like or whatever, whatever the hell we want to call him. All right. And then I also had an honorable mention, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Honorable mention going out to um, the zombie vamp who um, tore off um, Ricky's arm when he finally got killed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my honorable mention for he, today. He, he did it like he was grabbing the salt at a dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't like the arm came out of like the shoulder or the <laughs> you know? elbow. It was like the, it uh, it's like the tibia the and fibia. <laughs> yeah. Is that the right? Radius and ulna? Radius and ulna. I always get them mixed up tibia, with the Tibia and fibia are That's your leg, leg, right? Yeah. yeah. Radius all. It's like if radius it just like ulna. snapped right in the middle of yep. your forearm. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of anatomy... Here, I have a question about zombie vampires. <laughs> there are a lot of kicks to the balls to these yeah, guys. Oh my God. I, I think that ties into the human element of them, right? Yeah. I think vampires oh, can balls. be kicked to the nuts, too. I think a guy vampire still has nuts. Because how else is he spawning the next of his demon ch- children? By he biting bites people. Them. But that doesn't make them... Is their ki- I think they can still be... Pr- can f- Yeah. No, they can. Bride of Dracula, you can get pregnant. I mean, vampires Dracula fuck all can the have time, kids. but do zombie vampires? That's what I don't understand. Well, they we have a vampire, we them, so they are allowed to do that part of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, what man. are we what this, are we working yeah, with yeah, down yeah, low yeah, on yeah. these guys? I don't know. <laughs> and then human, probably, they're still human something. too, because you can just kill them with like, like Hobbs just throwing them through shit. 
Yeah, they were very human. I guess if I got body slammed by that motherfucker, I would die if I was a zombie vampire. I'd be like, that's it for me. I don't want to get up after that. Lights out for me. They probably, some of them probably pretended to be dead because they're like, I, I just don't want to do this. <laughs> they also run to the light at the end and the they door closes do. on them. So yeah. the, are they afraid? No, they run towards it, but then they, they clearly stop. stop. Right yeah, at it. No, but they, but because was, there's a door, right? The door closes. The door so door but they closing. stop because they see the sun. Are you sure? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. I thought it, I it, think it that's implied. I think you... I thought it was done very poorly because it made it, them seem like they were running towards the light, even though they were just, I think, running after the, the people. Yeah, it's like in fucking yeah, Dust Till Dawn, right? Doesn't done. the same kind of thing happen where they'd run out into the, and then they appear to chase them, but they can't because it's the sun. Yeah, I just didn't get the sense that they couldn't, like, just because there was another, there's another yeah, thing Yeah, that's because it was you know, made right, by right, fucking right. Anyway. Right. This Bin whole thing was, I was, was unintelligible. It was dark. It was quiet. There were... British people for some reason and Seagal or just a, a variety of yeah. accents yeah, happening. That, that one guy. I was I was really having trouble following along. I, I felt like I was in like like a six year old Helen Keller's nightmare or something <laughs> because just none of my senses were working to try to get anything out of this movie. I couldn't understand what was going on, especially in in the first half of it. I would say yeah, was, because yeah. they just keep splitting up and going into you know the creepy dentist's office or like that creepy. Where were those man? Why were there mannequins down there? What was yeah, happening that with was, that? So many questions. And not and you know what the dialogue was terrible. Take take us take. I'll have some qualms with this dialogue. Oh yeah. Yeah, what, take me to my saves? segment. Take me to my segment. Hey, Keith. What are your faves, Flav? <sighs> there wasn't that many, because nobody was saying shit in this there movie. Wasn't yeah. many, were there? It was there was crazy. that scene where Seagal and the crew are walk for like a good minute. They're just walking slowly yeah. with music in yeah. the background. I mean, the music was kind of cool. But okay, so I got a couple. I have one. My third best is from. My man Keith. Oh, really? Hey, Keith, you want to do that? All right, come over here. All right, oh, Keith, Keith is going to reenact this. In honor from Juilliard, <laughs> it's Keith David. It's Juilliard. The D is silent. <laughs> it's a soft D. I am in charge here, and last I heard, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. <laughs> hey, thanks, Keith. Well done, <laughs> nice. Keith. Uh, that was that was my third best. Li- that tells you. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great, but that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, that was like the fifth time he had to say exactly that. He's just paraphrasing. Um, I think they gave him one line and said, "Just say it five different yeah, ways." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say this in a few different ways, and you know we can the... wrap up and you can get craft services. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> the second best is when Seagal meets the girl Charlie, and she goes, "And what are you gonna do?" And he goes. I'm going to do what I do best. I'm going hunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was a good one. He's a hunter, man. That's epic. Um, and then, of course, my favorite is when he is talking to the weird dentist dude with the daughter, like the weird torture guy who's like... Oh, Tommy, Tommy was up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, hi, Flay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi, Steven. <laughs> and he, oh, hi, Carson Daly. And he's like, and who are you? And Steven goes, I'm the motherfucker. They're gonna do to you what you've been doing to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, that was. And, he and then he literally just fucks him up <laughs> yeah. right with there. Shotgun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shotgun blast to the. And uh, it's like sternum. I don't. I thought you were gonna torture him because that's what he's been doing to everybody else. But you just blew him the fuck away. All right. But um, what you know, was that scene? What was happening there? He was going to drain that dude for his daughter. He takes Carson to keep Daly. Bloodlust in check. He steals him and brings him into this secret spot in the hospital. Yeah. It's this like operating. He's still cable. a human. This Tommy was okay. His daughter has turned, but she still has her faculties about her to some degree. So he feeds her people, so she doesn't right. fuck him up and doesn't like go off trying to kill other people. Okay, okay, yeah. that's exactly like the governor's storyline yeah, in The Walking Dead. Yes, yes, it's like the exact same exactly. thing. Yes, and, but it ends very quickly when Seagal shows up and just shoots and just him shoots in the, in the chest the, with the shotgun. That's what Seagal's about, man. But hey, Smitty, why don't you play as one of the best yes, lines? So actually, we, for yeah, one so of the best is, transitions. It's it's really good. Uh, Seagal saves. Um, the little girl, uh, Charlotte or Charlie, and um, this ensues right here. Take a listen. Have you been bitten? Are you infected? Who are you? My name is Tao. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god, it's too good. Steven Seagal, 2009. That music is Walker so epic. All these vampire zombies. <laughs> fucking <laughs> vampire zombies. I think that was my favorite point of the movie. Oh, Just that mu- the music. The music behind Seagal is always, he's such a badass. Um, that's the only time anyone says his name in the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. So it's like it means anything. <laughs> yeah. 
It doesn't really. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I guess it does not. So why would you even choose that name? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's like, why would he something build special to him? Yeah. Something peaceful to him, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but basically the whole first half of this movie is people splitting up unnecessarily, choosing to go on missions unnecessarily. Or the the Alfred Molina guy, the young Alfred Molina with the voice of a Jason Statham guy. <laughs> The Fred character. Oh, Alfred Fred Molina. Alfred? Oh. Um, that. He, I don't know. He kind of takes leadership of the situation. We encounter vampires. They have that scene in the bathroom. There's, uh, there's just lots of little scenes of like, I kept, I kept writing. I'm looking at my notes right now. I kept saying vamp attack. Yeah. Vamp attack. <laughs> yeah. Vamp attack. And it's just like all over the place. Like little scenes here of like someone getting into trouble and then, just you know, fighting them vamp- off. And that's what happens with zombie vampires. They, just a constant Lots siege. of little vignettes of they vamp They were attacks. perhaps mm-hmm. under siege. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. By vampires, zombie Slave. vampires. The, some of the scenes of Seagal outside really j- look like he's just waiting for a cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's hanging out with uh, uh, Hobbs and the Kate Hobbs. Beckinsale and that one other hunter chick. And they're they're just strutting through. District 7. Uh, taking care of business. Taking care of business. Uh, we did really enjoy the scene where our crew, our plucky crew of uh, the Mystery Machine crew, uh, gets to the cafeteria and finally oh. has a moment oh, of, yeah. of rest and peace and quiet. And Don't they have like a meal? It was a food montage. It was they, yeah, they, were like, oh, <laughs> they look around all the food and they're like going through it. And be, like, we were really hoping they would rebuild. Uh, I was really hoping that they would rebuild the cafeteria and make it into a clubhouse or something like the Max <laughs> from Saved by the Bell. And there would be a scene where they're all, uh, they're all lip syncing into whisks and spoons and yeah. stuff like that. Would and that be your alternate yeah, table? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, are you are you going into an alternate? Ending? I think that's an alternate middle. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, all right. Do are, you, wait, do, do our there? alternate endings always have to be endings per se? No, not necessarily. Okay. You can have an alternate prelude. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because like, that seems like a good sequence to put in there as an alternate idea, but not necessarily an ending. I was just wondering if we could bend those rules and like not have them only be endings. I would love to see the prequel to this movie. That's uh, what I was going to say, dude. I was going to say, we, how did we get there? What? Where Steven is like a, a school teacher at a New, <laughs> at a New England private with school. With a dark and mysterious <laughs> with past. With a dark and mysterious <laughs> past. I used yes. to be in the CIA. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. <laughs> uh, oh, Captain. Do you guys want to take it to the, the island of alternate endings? Um, it might do, be a do, little... Do we want to talk about the ending first and then go there? Or sure. Wait, yeah. Tell or? me about the ending, Smitty. I, uh, f- uh, this whole geez, this whole thing again know. was just we're jumping was a around. But what happened at the ending? I'm trying to think. All right. So uh, lots of vignettes of, of va- vamp attacks. Basically, we keep cutting back to Keith David yeah. saying, "The we, plan is on. We're still sterilizing at sunup." We keep cutting back to Seagal waiting for a cab outside and occasionally killing vampires. Mm. So basically, oh, so. Uh, when we're following the hunters, they're kind of like trailing where our survivor group has been. Right. So they're like kind of catching up to them. We yeah. see that they and walk through the level one, which is those upside down the ba- hanging, the bodies. hanging bodies. Exactly, exactly. And so Seagal walks through with his hands clasped oh so gently together. Yeah. <laughs> Classic Seagal pose. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, um, you know, eventually, I, the first time they meet up is actually that line we just heard when Seagal saves Charlie, I believe. Right? Isn't okay. that when they finally mm-hmm. catch up to their survivors? Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then saw after her that, being, she was she was fucking asleep. Right? <laughs> this yeah, dumb she. Bitch was oh yeah. Asleep. To prelude that, she decided to take a nap in a hallway. She, for she some was like reason. completely content. She like wrapped herself up in. Well, she found some sort of a blanket, so I can't hate on her for that because I'm wrapped in a blanket myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. However, yeah. You not the be time, man. I would be in the blanket, but I'd be awake. <laughs> Come on. And then that vampire was being such a creep. Like, was he? Yeah, that was, was a strange scene. Was he trying to get scene. with this little girl? Come on, I man. I didn't understand it, that. I, I kind of thought that he was going to start, uh, you know, human trafficking this this child. Oh, and we have an out-of-reach situation. <laughs> Episode vampire 11. Vampire human trafficking. <laughs> a vampire human traffic. Ooh, Steven Seagal, Ben Carson, get on us. <laughs> we want to be in that movie. How great would it be to be in a Steven Seagal movie and be... Undead vampires. Be amazing. That he beheads. I want to be beheaded by a simtar. I, I, on film. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what it is. We Specifically really to, on film. We need to take this up. Centaur. Steven, kill us on film. Please. We want to see. You Love might want to yeah, kill us anyway. Please don't kill us in real life. <laughs> well, I mean, if it happens in real life, make sure it's on film. I yeah. mean, <laughs> what are we going to do about it, right? I mean, if it happens. He's Steven Seagal, bro. 
Yeah, so we keep, again, cutting back to shots of Steven, cutting back to shots of Keith, cutting back to the group, splitting up, getting back together. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Scooby-Doo character, a.k.a. Carson Daly, gets tortured for a, a moment. The splitting up is also, there's so many horror cliches that people, why do people split up in horror movies? Because they need to separate the characters if so they can start killing some off. If me and you two were in a fucking place like that, and one of you dumbasses said, I'm going to leave, I would be like, yeah, fucking right, you're leaving. Get out of here. No. You'd no, probably put, him, not put a one chance. of us in like a finger lock or something. Yeah, like I that. would, and I would keep you there. I'd be like, "Why are you trying to?" Because li-? like whatever your information you're trying to get for the group, how about you share it with the whole group? We'll find it together. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, that's true. You know, Good it's point. like I'm gonna go over here and find it. It's like, all right, cool. We'll find it with you, motherfucker. Yeah. Six eyes are better than two. Whatever you're looking for, we can help. And what was weird is that nobody in the hospital knew about the Keith, da- Keith David storyline, right? That's right. Yeah, they, they had, had no idea. Made contact. They had no uh, idea. Uh, they can't because Hobbs' phone is broke. Remember the, right, the walkie-talkie right. gets broken. But so for them, there's no rush for any of this. And just when, well, when they do end... Well, there is because they need to make it out of the building because of the door, the generator's running yeah. out. Oh, is that it? So that's what's I happening. I that's, get that. That's why I they need to get out of the building before sunrise is because the generator's running out of power. And once it shuts down, they wouldn't be able to escape. So these two threads coincided at dawn, and they didn't know that they were about to get blown up, unlike Steven in Ex- episode 13, A Good Man, exactly. where he's trying to call off the airstrike. They just they just happened to get out there on time. Yeah, I... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh God. Man, dude, I honestly <laughs> did not understand the generator problem. I just thought... They were complete. I just thought that that was a bad like plot hole where they just didn't realize that they needed to get out by dawn. I just thought, wow, that's okay. So they actually had some. Yeah. So they needed they okay. needed to make it to the basement. So that that was basically their whole motivation. Once they got all the uh, the uh, medicine and everything, they just wanted to get out um, as soon as possible because right. they could be trapped in there. And they keep descending through levels of the hospital, right? right. They're going down. To right. The, yeah, how did they get in? How did ex- they get and up? How did they get up exactly <sighs> in the first place? That's why I was. I was. And this hospital is filled with occasional cutlets of liver with little pools of blood around it everywhere. It's very shoddily done. This kind of well, uh, creepy dystopian hospital scene with just weird limbs and pieces of bodies, but not. Obviously, they don't have the extras to have the bodies. Right. They do have their, like, Let Indiana the Jones. Let the bodies hit the floor. Uh, Let the bodies hit <laughs> the floor. Well, there's that one scene. It was it reminded me of Indiana Jones. The Temple like, of Doom. Yeah, except, except instead of insects they were stepping on, it was just basically all, like, body parts. And, Those like, aren't blood fortune and cooking yeah, short yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are intestines. <laughs> <laughs> Indy, feel like raw spaghetti. <laughs> uh, our buddy, the, the Shaggy character, uh, gets torn up. Gets torn up pretty bad after he takes that nap. Oh yeah, he did take. He did. He, he took a successful nap. Oh no, wait. He takes the nap and he, he's successful with his yeah, nap. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then he oh, gets yeah, up. Dude, and then, then he wakes up and he and he was on Daphne. He's on pills. Yeah, he's tripping. And again, if you're this deep into the apocalypse, don't you know maybe tripping is a bad idea? No, it clearly wasn't. Dude. I feel like he, he took I, a fucking nap and survived as well. Do you I feel think like this at guy this thinks point, about consequences? He doesn't really care, is my, is my yeah, guess. He's I just mean, like, and also fuck he's it. clearly getting away with it. You know? Well, he doesn't because then he's eaten by zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Vampire yeah. zombies. Well, that's just like, you know, John Jones being a weed and alcoholic for so long eventually caught up to him. <laughs> Did you see that article in the Rolling Stones? It's like he's been addicted to weed. Like he would be like constantly high during his training camps, during his workouts. Like JJ, he'd show up to like yeah, and he'd like get away with it because he'd like skirt around drug tests and like, and he was like, I was literally like, smoking marijuana, and like my team hated me because they were like, this guy's like winning and doing all these things while he's fucking high. So he's like, now I'm sober and like actually lifting. And he stuff. looks so scary it's, like, now. It's like dude was fighting high, competing. Like he oh, didn't train for the Gustafson Jesus. camp. Like that's why it was a hard like five round fight because he like didn't show up to camp. Who, who you got? Uh, John Jones, the world's baddest man, versus Steven Seagal. Oh, John Jones versus five Steven Seagals. Who? That's tough. <laughs> Steven, clone yourself. <laughs> Let's see what oh, happens. Man, yeah. Shout out to MMAniacs. Shout out to MMAniacs. Of course, they're on the podcast. Yes. Shout out to John Jones. Guys. Shout out to John, John Jones. Shout you out never to know. Coke. Listening to Shout this. out to Pepsi. Qdoba. Telefunken. Of course, uh, Steven Seagal's Color Forms. Scent of Action Scent Cologne. Of action. Scent of Action Cologne. Mazda. And what's Steven Seagal's gun line in Russia? That's a pretty good one. <laughs> uh, he has his gun on Target. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> on Target, yes. And of course, our newest and favorite, Steve Harvey. Oh yeah! Big shout out to Steve Harvey. Of Steve, course. oh my God, I'm gonna tweet this guy and the other Steve. So things so start kind of like coming to some sort of a, a sensible 
conclusion when the whole gang right. gets back together and Steven is down in the hospital. Right they get down to the ground floor. Uh, Shaggy has been tra- tragically murdered. <laughs> uh, uh, Scooby-Doo says, I want to see daylight again in that really weird one scene. And then he runs out. And does, wait, tag- does? Do you remember that? When he, no. he runs out to that little cage thing. It sees the daylight oh, and so he gets yeah. so happy yeah, about He looks yeah, like yeah, the dude yeah. from the Shawshank Redemption yeah, at the end, yeah. like looking up in the rain, but then he gets immediately attacked. He gets immediately attacked and very quickly dispatches the zombie in the most pointless <laughs> scene of, of all time. Uh, um, we lose Carson Daly, right? That is Carson Daly, that, that guy. Is, he's uh, the guy oh, who wait, just gives the guy shit. who dies, Molina? Yeah, wait, Molina does. Uh, Alfred okay, Molina yeah. does. Carson Daly <laughs> makes it out. He's a piece, he kills that one zombie from the back. Remember, like a piece of shit. <laughs> so Alfred Molina, they get in the elevator, Seagal and the whole crew, but the elevator is stalling out, of course, because Seagal is in there. They need to shed some weight. <laughs> and he's like, find a hatch. Yeah, <laughs> find a hatch. Uh, Alfred Molina, a.k.a. Fred, uh, says in his Jason Statham voice, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he jumps, he jumps That's down. Jason they open up a hatch at the bottom of the elevator floor and he jumps down and it's like p- filled with water down there for some reason. Yeah, it's that like gross, gross like sewage runoff brown water or something. And then of course, what do we find in this brown Zombie water? vamp comes up and takes him underneath. And drowns him, presumably. Oh yeah, Basically. he fucks him. It was a very uh, ambiguous death. And then Steven shoots the zombie vampire. The elevator suddenly works, and then they, go and then down. they just get off at the Wait, next level. Do they crush his body? Like, and we thought happened? for sure that that guy was going to come back, but he didn't. Yeah, I was like, that that death is too ambiguous to have him like actually die. They just stopped, but filming. no, they he, were like, he All died. Right, we're done. Um, they of course run into a, the little boy from the beginning of the movie who is trying to r- outrun some. Oh yeah, do we even talk about him in the what beginning? What happens with that kid? You said he was a good-looking kid, Smitty. Oh right. Well, no, kid. no, I'm saying, I'm saying <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast. No, we didn't talk about him. He he's out uh, kind of in the opening title credit sequence. That's our first thing we see, actually. Really, yeah, is, is this is kid, him running. kid running from zombies? And Steven saves him. Yeah, Steven saves him. Steven, and he, he watches, and the kid watches the fight. Right. Yeah. But then he comes back later at yep. the end. Um, I believe it's all three of the ladies from the crew are chilling, uh, yep, trying to yep. escape this hospital. They, oh, it's just a little boy. He, I'm sure he's just lost. I'm sure he's fine. Oh, Let's walk up to Daphne him. Daphne approaches him. Right? Yes. Uh, Velma. Velma, sorry. Velma. Velma approaches him. A.K.A. Velma. Maria? I don't know what her name was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amelia gets Amelia. it in, in the wrist yeah. or on the hand in a very anticlimactic moment. Or in fact, yes, like, was. what's yeah. the, the little kid getting? I don't understand what this vampire is getting out of it. So then she starts turning into a vampire. Well, uh, she 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 like she does a reverse Ali Sheedy in the Breakfast Club <laughs> and just goes back to what Ali Sheedy I looks was gonna like. Say, at the I have in my notes Club. here that she turned like not only just like so they have to be mentally warping them too because she's like I feel like if she was just a zombie vampire with sense she wouldn't hate them like that. Like that's. That's kind of like a, a vampire trope, though. Like, Once she turns, are, like, when they turn, they're always like, "Come with us; it's so much better." Yeah, like, that's yeah, like totally. a classic kind of vampire thing. Yeah, to do. but she wasn't she even just like tempting. Good. Yeah, she looks yeah. great, but she wasn't even tempting them like that. She was just being mean about it. She was like, "You guys are gonna get fucked up." Like, you know, oh, it was yeah, like, "Come yeah, on, where's true, the yeah. hate coming from, lady? We tried to save you. You got bit. Sorry." She's she's not one of them. Anymore. We've evolved, like yeah. all that stuff. She tries to convince Dylan, aka Scooby Doo, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that he should join her. Yeah, he, he doesn't. We get some more sword fighting. Seagal stabs that that child through the head. That was that, sick. That was amazing. That was the so little boy awesome, gets dude. it like just right through straight, the spine. Yeah, just straight down the head. Does he lose any more? Kate six. Beckinsale gets it right in this scene. Oh yeah, they get back in the elevator and uh, yeah. Oh no, she gets bit. She gets bit, that's right, and Seagal has to stab her, and he stabs her in the chest. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. here you go, I'll ease your pain. With just a nice, like, like, guts her. A nice <laughs> slow bleed out <laughs> Yeah. Seagal's forced to Hey, do you know, sometimes you gotta... And then <laughs> he has, like, time. a little moment of acting where he pauses and looks around and really feels the weight of what he, he just had to do. He'd also lost another member of his... Uh, his hunter squad mm. through the elevator doors, and they just say, don't go after it, because the vampire grabs you through the door. It's a tough one. They really don't mourn that too strongly. No, they don't. Um, so, all right, all this shit comes together. Fucking A. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this it. movie just... It was... Uh, uh, yeah, so Amelia... Towards the, the end, I just have everybody's on ground floor out, out in garage. The, the new Ali Sheedy is trying to convince a Scooby-Doo to become a vampire. He doesn't... She tries to convince everybody else to become a vampire or and just says, like, you're, you know, you're screwed, basically. We're the new. You're the new monsters. We're the new. Right, yeah. 
way like, of the like, world. You exterminate us like vermin. And then <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> the Scooby Doo, shoots her in the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, comes up behind her and shoots it's, her. The which is his moment of heroism in the movie. He'd been so inept throughout the whole movie before. Remember that time he just got like pushed into the wall and dropped his gun and then like Brutal. was unconscious for like twenty seconds and then was like, "What happened?" Yeah. And Seagal had clearly <laughs> chosen him as as his Bob, Bobby Porter character, who's yeah. gonna learn something and rise right. up and be yeah. a real man. And all he does is wind up shooting a female vampire in the back, yeah. Yeah. who was not threatening anyone really partic- with any particular body of bodily <laughs> harm. You know, and I feel like Seagal could have taken care of her easily with a sword. Yeah, he Seagal's wanted. I think he like, wanted to at one point, but then he was just like, oh, "All right, I'll give it to this guy." <laughs> He was he was smirking like he was going to do some shit. Like he was like, how am I going to chop this bitch's head off? <laughs> so then they all run. Out, they just run out. Some vampire zombies are chasing them. They close the door. They run out. And then Keith David's explosion comes. Yep. Yeah, the Gretz. The, the, Gretz, <laughs> the Jets were scrambled. The strike was going on, as we've heard, mm-hmm. seven times before. <laughs> yeah. I'm in charge. <laughs> it was still on. And Last uh, time I checked. So Last basically, it, it's weird because we never even see them exit the sector. All of a sudden, we just see them no. walk out the door, and then the next thing we see is the the jets firing the bombs and mm-hmm. sterilizing the whole area. Yes. And then it cuts to them like like safe and getting into a truck and driving well, away. Well, it cuts to Keith David again <laughs> right. with He's, his buddies, and they say, it worked, and oh, the, the, survivors, the survivors got out. Yes. So Keith uh-huh. David was, again, doing the right thing the wrong way. Right. He's... Yeah. His power was never really checked. And he, they had a moment, him and that um, that other guy who kept saying, no, there's survivors in there. You know, right. They like, shook hands and were like, ah, let's go get a beer. <laughs> yeah, that handshake yeah. was so ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. Keith was so happy. Again, he was willing to kill all the survivors. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was not a problem for him. And he yeah. didn't even know. It wasn't a like, oh, Casey Ryback's on that train situation. He doesn't know how good Seagal is right. as a hunter. Tao. Right. Tao. They, yeah, Tao. <laughs> so they need it's, Tao. it's not that he's trusting in Tao to get these people out of there. So he's just saying, yeah, I'm willing to kill these survivors even if they're all Trust taking naps right now. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even if they're all just hiding out in the kitchen Trust surviving somehow. I think there. it was actually milk time at that moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the end of the movie, but we thought maybe it could work a different way. Let's go into our train. Choo-choo. <laughs> Choo-choo. And head over to the island of alternate endings. The island. The island. Of alternate endings. Of alternate endings. <laughs> Who is that? Is that Screwface? Oh, it's me, man. Welcome back, brother. It's Screwface been, from been Hard forever. to Kill. And it's me, Screwface from Hard or, to oh, Kill. Oh, Mark for Death. Excuse me. Oh, from Mark for Death, of course. Screwface, you should know what movie you're in. Oh, it's uh, too much weed, man. <laughs> You'd be surprised what you can get, can get in people's medical cabinet, brother. <laughs> I've been watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, against the dog, brother, my favorite, Keith David, man. <laughs> uh, too bad he wasn't on the island. <sighs> so, um, yeah, so P Bear, we're on the island. We're oh, here. It feels, feels great. Given I'm out of that dark hospital. fucking snow in Boston. Um, what are you? What are you taking? What are, where are we going for your? Here's ending? what I think. So Seagal, Seagal always has this thing with protecting children, but in this movie, he willingly kills a few children. <laughs> he does. Um, I think my kinder, gentler version of Against the Dark is that uh, Seagal adopts both of the zombie children um, and keeps them as his own and takes, <laughs> them, and takes them back to Alaska to the ranch that he uh. built with his own hands. <laughs> Goes back to teach in school. <laughs> Life went on as normal, I guess, from there on. Met a girl 60 years his younger, <laughs> married her. Classic skill. And there's a baby on the way. Oh, man. <laughs> With my two zombie children. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what I think I would like to, to have seen. a family sitcom called My Two uh, Zombie Children. <laughs> Me and My Two Zombie Children. Who yeah. oh, made this mess? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, also th- I also wanted, so when they peel out this new family that has been created, did any of these people know each other before? Uh, Sco- I'm talking specifically about Scooby-Doo, uh, Daphne, and Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> Meaning, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who are we the th- talking the about? Three people who yeah. at the, end. the little girl Charlie, oh, yeah. um, Carson Daly, and the mm. the beautiful blonde. So woman. the blonde and Carson Daly were both together, right? At the they beginning, they were the group of two, right at the beginning, right? I thought she was with was she with Fred? Alfred? 
Oh, Alfred yeah, Molina. she was. Because when and she has died, that bad dream, and then he walks in, right. and they're in the hospital for that. We yeah. never find out why they're there. Right, right. Oh, no, they were on the road for a while, and they needed a rest. Yeah, That's why so then they there. meet the other four. Right. Was exactly. Charlie a daughter of one of them, or did they that, know each other? I don't like, know. That I'm no, not because sure she of. mentioned she talked about her parents in like the third party as if like oh, they're not. So right. they've been through some shit already. That's when I was like, let's did... kill this bitch off. Nobody's father or mother is here. Like she did have that like a uh, moment where she had that like a uh, big kind of monologue and she had that sob story, like, Boo, my parents are dead. Oh. Yeah. There was no. a lot of exposition scenes when they were walking through the hallways that were like the worst Aaron Sorkin walk and talks you could ever imagine. <laughs> yes. We barely made it. <laughs> uh, but so at the end when uh, uh, Charlie, the, the blonde woman, <laughs> and Carson Daly all, all pull away in their Chevy, I really wanted the music to kick in of a, like a rock, oh, like a rock. Yeah. And it was just a Chevy commercial the entire time. I like that. It's um, a good... It's a good it's a good alternate. Ending. Yeah. I like that. I like that you could see Super Stephen walking off like by himself. Yeah, it was Stephen. Stephen was walking oh, yeah, off by he himself. Was, right? Like the car was going to the right, and Stephen was going up towards somewhere else, just walking by. Was himself. his crew still with him? No, they he was died. just by himself. Was Hobbs, all... Did Hobbs die? I don't think so. No, but I think he was just tired of this, this shit. Right shit yeah, it's a shit show. Yeah, it <laughs> oh is. I know. It's they just like the didn't place. have him for the filming, so they're like, <laughs> "Oh fuck, Hobbs left." He's like, so, I gotta go protect my cousin, man. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Flav, what's your island of alternate endings ending on the island of alternate endings? My my um, alternate ending <laughs> would be that during one of these like six or so cut scenes where we go back to Keith David yelling <laughs> that you know they need to do this and this other guy's like, no, like there's people there. Like to, after the third one, we cut back and all of a sudden we see Keith David being like, screw it, and like. He like fucking puts on his gear and starts heading towards a helicopter himself. Oh yeah. <laughs> the next thing you know, instead of blowing, he's like, "Damn it! If I can't blow it up, then I'm just gonna have to take care of it myself." And then like he just fucking shows up on a skippy, on a skippy. Oh my god. Roof of this fucking place. Then he realizes, of course, that everyone's at the ground floor now. Yeah. So he has to he carabine has to down. Like he takes oh, a yeah. rope, just carabines down the side of the thing. Comes down, meets up with Seagal in the group, right? And like after just like blowing somebody's head off he like looks over at Seagal and goes just like old times oh, <laughs> yes. yeah That's good. and it's just like nobody mentions it or anything but it's a silent nod for all Seagal fans that like That's great. they were in Market for Death together and they did shit like this in Market for Death if Keith could maybe bring a t- an elite squ- crack squad also of the three of us with him and we're kind of repelling behind him the whole time and just when he says just like old times to Seagal we're high-fiving in the background and just getting really excited about it yes <laughs> that would be my alternate ending. So then they they just take care of this building, obviously, and then they <laughs> Keith David and and obviously Hob- I don't know why they didn't have Hobbs for this last scene, but Keith David Hobbs and Seagal now go off together to fight more of these places, basically through the military, essentially. Do we die? We die, right? We would die. Oh yeah, we would be killed pretty quick. Or we would just like radio about it, but like who's listening? <laughs> We're doing our podcast. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> like the zombie vampires are listening in, and they're just like having. They're like, nobody said we didn't enjoy humor. <laughs> this is the next evolution of yeah. podcasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, it's like, oh. <laughs> we love the humor. Oh, man. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Shout out to all our zombie vampire listeners out there. Thanks, Seems guys. like you're taking a lot of flack today, but we love you guys. Thanks for the support. Hit us up on Twitter, yeah. at Seriously Seagal, on Facebook, Seriously Seagal. Mr. Smitty, what's your island of alternate endings ending? Okay, so my island of alternate endings. So when Seagal confronts uh, Dr. Um, Tommy Wiseau, yes. who's uh, trying to chop up, uh, I believe, Dylan? Yes. No, Carson Daly, yep. That's yeah, yeah, Daly, yeah, AKA, yeah. AKA his character's AKA name, Scooby Dylan. 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 AKA right, Scooby-Doo, right. lots of names for this guy. Um, because we so, didn't care about them at all. That's why we had to give, yeah, I was just yeah, we were searching just for them. a name for all these different <laughs> good-looking white people. I was like, oh, wait a minute, who's that guy look like? Okay, so Tommy Wiseau is, is, so, has so, got Dylan around the mouth. Right, yeah. Um, Seagal confronts him. Uh, Seagal shotgun blasts uh, Tommy Wiseau like it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, our little girl vamp zombie is able to get to Steven. Ooh. Gets oh. him. Oh. Also oh. gets Dylan as well. Ooh. <laughs> and okay. starts feasting on Dylan. Okay. No, get this. Okay, so she <laughs> okay with that part. She, she, okay. that guy. So she's she got Seagal a little bit, so he's gonna turn. 
they continue down. So they like he turns really quick. So now it's him and this little girl. And you know, um, going back to previous Seagal films, his you know affection for children and you mm-hmm. know trying to do the right thing. Right. He takes her under his wing, and they go down, and one by one pick off all the other survivors who are still left. <laughs> and they meet up with the boy that he saved earlier. That boy's a vamp. Yeah. He also takes him He's under a his wing. Crazy way. little vamp. That's good. They all feast on their survivors. Shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is some dark and shit. Then, um, <laughs> this is some really dark shit. And then, then I guess the airstrike's happening. So, I guess maybe they go back to Keith David and and Seagal. Oh yeah, Keith yeah, David. that's that's a good thing. Or maybe like uh, Seagal goes back to Keith David. Like um, the little girl teaches them how to like hold off their like urges, urges and <laughs> stuff like that. Vampiric urges. So, so and at, how to maybe brush so, their teeth with so at night at nightfall, Seagal finds the military base and goes to Keith David, talks about him being a hunter, and then he's like, "Wait a second, I was just joking." And then you know attacks everyone at the military base. That's cool. That's pretty great. So it does it does promote does, the idea that d- vampire zombies are the next evolution. Uh, yeah. Do you think that his style of attacking the camp would be a keto based? Or would he like be like other zombie vampires and just like tear flesh and eat them? I feel like he'll uh, be snap. more tactical. I think yeah, I think he'd snap and do some <laughs> sweet wrist tactical. breaks and joint. But I think he would do it, you know, a keto style. Oh, that'd be very enjoyable. <laughs> All right, boils and ghouls. That's pretty much it for this one, for this one. Steven Seagal's first horror movie. I think we had a pretty darn good time with this. It was a nice change was of pace, good. I would yeah, say. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was. was not a good movie. No, it wasn't. You it know, wasn't. Stephen, keep trying. We love you. Come on our podcast, uh, of course. What are we doing next time, Flavor? Oh man, <sighs> next time. All right. Do you want? I, I want to do this one now because I've been excited for this. I think I know what it is. <laughs> oh jeez! Yeah, all right, what are you gonna say? I don't know. Uh, kill switch. Is it kill switch? I want to do it. I've all right, been let's do it. To switch. It. We've been watching the trailer for kill switch a lot. I really wanted to do okay. this for a while. I must also mention to our listeners to, that Raj and I. I mean, we all take Seagal very seriously. Smitty's reading a book about Seagal right now by our friend Vern. Shout out to Vern. Uh, yes. Raj and I have watched every Seagal trailer at least three times. <laughs> I just, it's together. a 2008 movie, so it's a year before this, but I just want our listener to know that he was still killing it, though, around that. That's, I'm sure this movie is going to be great. In for a bit of the old ultraviolence in this one. What, hold All on. Right. What is the. Uh, what is, let me just. Since I have this up here, I, I just also must see mention the... that I spent an hour last night watching Keith David videos <laughs> online. Yes. And there's a really great uh, YouTube clip called 100 Best Keith David Lines. And you'd be surprised by how many great. <laughs> lines that you'd recognize or are just simply Keith awesome Davis. that Keith David says. Was not putting on the glasses no, put the piece, like number one. Uh, he, it's it's just a there's not a countdown but oh, okay. that's one of the greatest lines of course yeah. of all time. Oh my god! So kill switches. Uh, okay, there's also wait, a voice in Gargoyles. I was gonna say kill switches. Um, the description is a troubled detective travels to Memphis in order to track down a pair of serial killers. It's directed Ooh. by none other than Jeff King. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Shout out to the Pizza King, JK. Pizza King. I didn't know you were a director. Wow. Keys player for the VB's director. Of Isaac the Hayes is in this? Ultraviolet movie Kill Switch with oh, Isaac Hayes? Sick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, we are in for a treat. Pauly. You guys better tune in. I'm very excited. People should watch this movie, I think, Kill Switch. Get ready for it next week, <laughs> um, episode 16. Um, once again, thank you, Stephen. You are the one true God. Uh, does anybody have anything else about this movie? <sighs> I had a good time, man. Okay. Yeah. We had yeah. fun. We had yeah. fun. All right. Yes. So this has been P Bear, Flavor, and Mr. Smoothie. And this is Seriously Seagal. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who is responsible for the most solved cases by any homicide detective in U.S. history, Detective Jacob King. Jacob King is one tough cop who doesn't always play by the rules. We do shit a little bit different down here in the South, but you're welcome to come along for the ride. No, he's under investigation for use of excessive force. Billy Joe was gonna blow that girl wide open with C4. You can't be thinking this guy's gonna walk. A poor Billy Joe just got out. Within six hours, he killed somebody else. How you like that? One killer charms his victims. You don't care for my sickness. That animal should be put to death. Another killer.
stalks them. 